Hey y'all, and welcome to Bitchin' with Bell and Bawali. My name's Kanaz Bawali. And Bell here. We're your co-hosts. And every episode, we talk about high school shenanigans and bullshit that just happens every day. And, you know, stuff that just you see in today's high school, you know, because you always hear these old dudes on everywhere talking about their high school days, and no one ever talks about our high school. And that's what we're going to do here. <laughs> um, every episode, we're actually going to have special guests, you know, our friends, maybe not our friends, people from all over, all ages, uh, usually high schoolers. First, yeah. first couple episodes, it's going to be some high schoolers, and then we'll see what comes with us. Yeah, the whole idea is just to bring a, um, a different perspective, really. Um, I mean, obviously from the high school life, but just um, on life in general. Because I mean, Kanaz and I, we, we've known each other for quite some time. I feel like since what, since grade, sixth grade or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we want to bring the um, high school life um, and kind of kind of bring that life out into the air. So it's it's nothing to be you know slept on or anything like that. Because there you know there's a lot of drama, bullshit, just whatever, you, what, literally whatever the fuck you want to call it throughout like high school um that you know doesn't always get talked about um, yeah you gotta put it out in the open put it on a plate <laughs> chop it up and serve it <laughs> um and you know i feel like me me and grant offer really good perspectives because i go to a huge high school of four thousand students and you go to a, a pretty small high school that you've like it's kind of like a family you've known them growing up your whole life and you and word spreads around there quickly and, and here and where it doesn't and just as you're kind of on your own in my high school. Yeah, it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're going to talk about things. This is a, this first episode is just going to be me and Grant talking about the stuff. Kind of an introduction. Um, so Grant had some really good points, like like high school stigmas. I mean, not stigmas, more like groups. And this kind of like, this kind of magnetism around sports. Uh, just wealth. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, economic I mean, background. And how that all kind of contributes to the groups that are formed in like today's high school is, is yeah. super interesting and how um, everything kind of comes together. I'm not too sure. I mean, I, like about your school specifically, but I mean, you know, you've been to the school on that now. So, mm. um, you know, for sure that there's a lot of wealthy people um, yeah. that live and go to this school district. And I mean, from going like from being in the cafeteria every day or just um, walking the halls every day, you know, um, really who those wealthy people are. Mm-hmm. And do you like my my real question or or kind of um, answer that I'm looking for as far as like where like where 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 does this take us? Is um, does that play a factor in? like everyday school life for for these kids do they feel different going to the same school um as you know where there's a minority of less less fortunate kids yeah you know the high school i go to it is generally i mean the popular group all all, they're called the relevant people they're all wealthy all of them are, are very are very wealthy people but there's also you know when i when i first moved here it was crazy because i started hearing stuff about my high school offers free lunch and free bread and like breakfast like if you come early enough you get breakfast the school gives you breakfast like in the, in the cafeteria and i was like i was like what i was so confusing like they offer, <laughs> they offer them free meals and it's because they're you know on you know uh, not impoverished communities in in the school i go to and it's just kind of it's just kind of crazy 
that was the first time when I first moved here. It was, um, it was, it was pretty crazy to see that. Like, and that's just generally in a big high school. And, yeah. um, and you see like, in the groups that form, it's kind of like multiple groups. It's, 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 it's really interesting because, you know, at, at your school, it's kind of like one party. Yeah. But yeah. at my school, 4,000 kids, there's like 12 parties in one night. And it's just like all these different groups. It's just, it's yeah. complicated. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, all right. So like this year, like English, we wrote, we read a book called Born a Crime by uh, Trevor Noah. Um, literally one of the topics like in the book that he covered, it was saying um, how he was a kid who could be in his school and go through all the different groups, the different categories of, of people. Um, almost. And when I'm at my school, um, that's how I feel, you know. Um, walking through the halls, like there's like these super bougie ass rich people yeah. wearing their like Gucci shoes. I'm just like, oh yeah, what up? Like, like, and like we're kicking it. But at the same time, like I feel like I have a bond with almost anybody that's like around me. Um, like regardless of social or um, economical background, mm -hmm. uh, as far as that's concerned. And I was like, and from I guess our perspectives that can be very one sided, maybe, but you know, the, the question arises and whether or not how, like, how, how do the um, more fortunate and less fortunate people like kind of feel in those two um, counterbalances. But I honestly think it like at the end of the day, um, it's just more about the culture that your school has, you know, not, not necessarily um, the type of, the type of economical backgrounds, but like the culture and accepting, like how accepting like the people in your school are. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about high school culture let's talk about how um i mean like unspoken rules like what what is it in at orange like <laughs> unspoken rules oh yeah stuff God. you know stuff everyone knows i know it's Dude. tough to think about because you know you already it's unspoken <laughs> you don't really think about it i mean okay um honestly. oh you know what you know what let me ask you this let me ask you this Talk about talk about sports because you're a huge sport guy. I mean, you play you play three sports in each semester yeah. or sorry each season. Yeah. And every year you're you're always completely occupied with sports, and especially. And how does that like? What kind of group does that put you in? Like, are you are you in like the like the football group, the like jock group? Like, honestly, me personally, I am just a person that completely isolates myself from everyone. <laughs> Like, yeah, okay, so if you talk to me, I will talk to you. That's the kind of person I am, but I'm not going to go out my way to associate myself with people that I just don't see, like, okay. you know? But as far as, like, your question, you know, um, being in all, like, all these different sports, it doesn't necessarily put me in any group. Like, me, personally, I don't, okay, football team, you know? A lot of those people, there's some sketchy people in that team, Yeah. You know? Like they're just strange, you know. Like literally, they have the bougie rich people, and then they have the less unfortunate. Yeah, people. that's that's what I was actually. That's my next question. Like, what's the what's what's the attitude in the football group? You know, like um, what's what is their attitude? Is it, are they, you know you're saying they're are they completely different kind of people? Like all of them? Yeah. Or are they yeah. all kind of like, I don't know. There's some kind of there's some kind of attitude or culture. I mean, mindset wise and like culture, like you said, you know, there's everybody. Everybody wants to be good everybody wants to be good but not everybody is willing to put in the work to be good and that is what pisses me off about you know like football culture or specifically i guess since we're on that um you know like last year our our, our football record was three and seven mm -hmm. um, 
and going forward every you know everybody wants to be good i want to be good but you don't see everybody that wants to be good putting in the work to to to, to get to that point and that's very frustrating because all you hear them is talking you know yeah so, um like we're not even we're not even putting on helmets yet and they're already talking about how we're going to smack this team and smack this team when in reality you don't even know what your own team looks like so that's kind of like the 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 majority of yeah uh, would you say there's more is there like a would you say there's a selfish kind of arrogant attitude in the team yeah yeah like, are, are most are most football players are like are they are they like that in school do they do they kind of present themselves as like i'm on the foot i'm on the football team i'm kind of better than you i can't say that but like personality wise like taking it from football to a different topic like they like I know a lot of people like that play football they play track as well they have that same like attitude about track or like even in the like even in the classroom or just like what like whatever they're talking about they feel like they own it and they feel like they're better than like everybody else at even though that may not be the case and it's pretty blatantly obvious at that point they're just cocky about it you know like they don't really have any ground to stand on but they're like manifesting this rock to just float around on like this but it's it's just not the case so you know? do you would you say they're kind of associated with their football personality like they don't really have their own kind of school personality like if they if they didn't play football would they be the exact same way absolutely really? <laughs> you know? yeah i think they would be that's really interesting and what do you say like for for other schools like how, do you talk to other football players from other schools um brother athletes yeah, i don't think i say that I have like you know brad delphia he goes to yeah. edson yeah. i think um you know i feel like he had that kind of same vibe but um but i mean now i think he like you know like honestly like a lot of people just eventually you either humble or you don't mm -hmm. like there's going to be some event in your life that's going to humble you and like that shit's going to hit it hard as fuck but um as like as far as him I, I don't really get that vibe anymore so it might just be orange you know yeah i mean i guess that's not necessarily a bad thing but um to be you know confident but it's when you come off as cocky that's yeah what would you say the that from your perspective from your eyes what would you say like the general kind of attitude about orange is it like everyone kind of fights for themselves or everyone is trying to be in a certain group or everyone's i don't know like what do you what do you think what do you think it is this might just be too much of an opinion, but yeah, yeah. Um, from your perspective, what do you yeah, think? From my perspective, I I think um, you know as far as like you know orange sports, um, you know orange education and how how good orange education is, how bad orange sports can be. Um, I I think most people see orange as like the rich bitch school. You know? Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> like a bunch of rich people, but they're all digits. You know, like yeah like that that's that's what i see yeah. yeah so um so as far as academics go in orange is it like are people smart see it's not hard to succeed at orange okay yeah <laughs> it's literally not a, when they tell you they won't let you fail they won't let you fail yeah they, they won't um, let you fail, no. would you say there's kind of a a competition I'm, i don't think there is do you think but um, this is this is the way it is at my school. But there, um, a competition to be the best in the class. Absolutely not. People don't care. <laughs> that is inc that's incredible because at my school is the complete opposite. I mean, yeah. I'm in the IB program, which is a it's a it's a white it's a white boy program, 
and it's literally it's literally i mean the diversity i'm the only muslim kid in the entire broker <laughs> um, i was like a four thousand something school right? yeah and i mean you know it's a, it's a choice program i mean you you can make your schedule and ib ib uh, it's international baccalaureate um yeah, classes yeah, yeah. and the, and it is more difficult um but the people who tend to go there are all you know they actually have a problem with this they have like there's not enough diversity and they would keep encouraging diversity in this in the group and it's kind of funny because it never works i mean you see all these posters all around the all around the campus like like in all colors initiative and it's just oh, like you know it's really funny that that like, i it's not necessarily the same thing but it kind of made me think of this is like um we had this abc club or something like that mm-hmm. something along the lines where like they had all these posters all over the school and like all these different things like about people who um use drugs in school like faith in school and stuff like mm-hmm. that um and the only people that joined the group was it was a lunch group that met like every monday or something like that were people that um <laughs> that smoked religiously really? <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> i've heard about this so i think you may have heard about this actually i thought it was so funny and i mean once again orange culture the fact that that is funny is like has to, like it has to mean something like it has to do something with how the team like the fact that the school went out of their way to make a club to like allow you to realize the dangers and like yeah everybody knows the dangers we just don't care but um yeah and at the same time the people that are doing it join for fun and you find that funny like that is absolutely like wild to think about when you're you know, like when you go when you take yourself from first person and go to third person and look at yourself and you're just like wow i'm really laughing at that like that is that is like mind-blowing mm-hmm. like on the low but like <laughs> yeah so uh going back to that that com- competitive shit show was that like my school in this program you you won't believe the the cutthroat that like other people people i've seen and i've heard stories and i've seen with my own eyes where people in my own in my own chemistry class sabotage <laughs> someone else's work so that they could be you know be number one in the class and have like the teacher put an eye on them and, and put a spotlight. And it was just like, it, and since the first day I was there, it was the most try hard shit show I've ever seen. I was just like, this is nothing like orange. Now, now do you care where you rank? In, in the not, not really, because at the end of the day, like I try, I try my own best. Cause at the end of the day, I'm still gonna take these IB classes and pass them on my own, you know? Yeah. But like, but like the, the, the people the people who have been sabotaged I, they kind of put themselves in that situation you know they right. like they rely on other people to give them work and rely on other people to tell them when the test date is and everything like so for example someone uh told someone that the test date was a week later so they didn't study the night before and then there's a there's a test in front of them um and then uh when like when they were asked to, like when the test date is and they uh you know completely failed the test and like I said, that's kind of their own fault, but also like this, this, uh, this program is supposed to have like pretty, pretty, you know, excelled students. Yeah. Um, so when I saw that happen, I was just like, that's, that's, re- that's fucking ridiculous. Like, why would, why would someone ever want to do that? Because the way I was, you know, the culture that I came from in Orange wasn't like that at all. Everyone kind of like helped each other out because I felt like, and that's, that's what, this is what, this is what this podcast is all about. It's about how, how different high school cultures are because we're both this we're the same age and we both were born in the same you know same city and went to the same school but then i move schools and i see these people and they're, they're, like when i tell people about this they don't notice it 
So these people were literally raised in it and they com- they're completely like numb to it. And it's just, it's yeah. just a competitive culture because how big the school is. And it yeah. was just, it was just insane because like, I bet if everyone from Orange went to that, to went to my school. They, they would like, you know. They would flip their shit. They'd be like, what the hell is this? This is, this is. <laughs> they'd probably crumble. They're like, why isn't anybody giving me their answers? <laughs> exactly. No, and just like, just like kind of like, it's also really tough because at Orange, you know, you know everyone in high school and you know other people from high schools. Mm-hmm. Like, and I st- struggled to know everyone in my grade. I have 900 people in my grade. Mm-hmm. I like, it's tough to. 900. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I barely, I don't even know a quarter of them. And like, it's just like, and it's just completely different high school um, at, in Cleveland. And it's just, it's just really like, I, w- I wonder what would happen if someone from my school went to your school, went, went back, went to Orange. And like, what kind of, that's, that's what I want to talk about. Like, what, well, these, these cultures, I don't understand. How, how are they so different? They're pretty freaking us. Like, you know, it's about like, a school. Honestly, like Ed's. Ed's has. I heard Ed's was a big school. I'm not sure though. Um, I mean, it might have like 2,000. Yeah, that's that's a that's a lot of people. Um, and I wonder if that that competition is the same. I don't know. And that's where our guests will come from, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have someone from Ed's. I know someone from Ed's. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Definitely come on. And that's actually that's the interesting part about this is that we're gonna have people from all different kinds of high school culture and uh, share their perspective on things because something, one thing you can't teach is perspective. You can't tell someone else what your life is like. So, um, well, you can't get someone else to understand what your life is like. Really <laughs> yeah, you rose an eyebrow on me there. Like, <laughs> but um, um, here, here, let me ask you this question. Um, is there a lot all right so with that competitiveness does is there still cheating would you say they're still cheating yes there is and that's actually really interesting so because my school this is it kind of it's kind of paradoxical because um there is but like you'd assume there wouldn't be but Mm -hmm. but there is because the school is so big and each teacher is kind of like a statistic not really not really known there there are a ton of teachers i don't even know how many there are but like at orange everyone everyone knows a teacher and like Yeah. And if something happens, it's just going to spread around like wildfire. But like at, at my school, there's like, you know, there's like, I think there's like four, there's more than that. There's four I, IB, MYP um, English teachers. That's, that's just the IB program. There's four English teachers for just the IB program, which is, which is like less than a quarter of the grade. And just kind of shows you like how many, so like that means that administration does not really pay attention to what teachers do as long as they kind of get their scores done and like the, the statistics line up they don't care and they, they probably don't even know their name so um so things like uh like at orange correct me if i'm wrong if you copied someone's essay from another class from the year before the teacher would probably notice it right uh uh yeah yeah i'd say so yeah um <laughs> or just it just um you know just in general if you copy somebody else's work yeah you know? Yes, at at uh, <laughs> at my school, the teachers are our school keeps getting bigger, but there's n- the teachers, the teaching staff doesn't get bigger. So, uh, I mean, I mean, at least they, it does, but not at the same rate as the, the student rate. body is climbing. Yeah, the student body gets exponentially. Yeah, so teachers go, and I know this firsthand because I literally, quote unquote, interviewed a teacher. I literally talked to her. I'm like, I'm like, like my bio teacher. I talked to her. I was like, um. 
she 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 actually went to that teacher's rally we we had we didn't have school today oh, not today um a day like mm-hmm. last year when i was a freshman yeah um because teachers were on strike and she went to the rally and it was like yeah 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 is it, this is this happens here <laughs> <laughs> this happens um, yeah because classrooms were too big and there wasn't enough time to teach curriculum because we have a semester to yep. learn all the curriculum at my high school and um and like our classes are too big like we had like 35 students in my bio class and like the and there's only 30 seats so some of the students have to like have Same. to like sit on the on the desks in the back and like the the bio sinks you know at, at yeah, the, yeah. the way they just literally sit on the desk and the classes are too big and she has yeah. too many things to grade she has four so the preps is like a type of class you know mm-hmm. like like she has bio as a prep and then like earth science as a prep she has three preps yeah. and um she just she teaches a ton and she just she just can't focus on anything so it's super easy to cheat and i don't want to admit to cheating but like when i'm overwhelmed <laughs> with, when i'm overwhelmed with other stuff sometimes um you may or may not take i can neither confirm nor deny this information yeah, but, yeah you, you may or may not take a peek at the bubble sheet to the left or the right yeah yeah and she won't she won't even notice i could copy a whole my friend copied a whole essay word for word she didn't notice <laughs> and like this 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 is just one example i mean like i know other teachers who are also overwhelmed i know a teacher at my school there's a huge um hispanic community and yes. and they and what they have to do so they don't know english and so what they do they have a special curriculum mm-hmm. taught to them like a special class where they yeah. uh-huh. are um where they, their curriculum is different it's easier on them wait wait, wait hold on, hold on. <laughs> you said they don't know english some of them don't some of them literally don't i'm not kidding I'm not kidding. Some of them know a little bit of English. Some of them don't know any. Some some of them speak really good English. Like when my earth science teacher, he told me like I'm a, I, he he started writing Spanish on the board. He like on his phone, like Google Translate. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes like, next block is my uh, is my uh, language immersion class. And I was like, what? And he goes like, yeah, students who who are who are um, who are just re- re- what's the word? Re- re- <laughs> not revived. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know. Arrived. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know why I thought of that. Um, who don't really know English. They're mm-hmm. taught a special way to make, them, to make it easier for them to understand. And it, so I, I write the instructions in Spanish. And you know, I'm like, okay. And he, goes like, and he goes like, so I have 40 kids in the class. 40. There's, there's 30 seats. There's 40 kids. He goes, half of them don't show up. And half of them, who, the half who do show up, half of those people don't even speak English. And I just, and there are other kids who do and they translate and some of them don't even, don't care about the work. He said there are probably four or five students in the class who actually care about the work. So um, the point I'm trying to prove is that like um, how little education is, is, I mean, education is valued at my school, but like they kind of drop off the people who are kind of unimportant to them. Yeah. Like, like these people so, who- so as, as an organ, or no, no, no as a uh, board of education per se yes the administration because the school is so yeah, big there you go. as an administration they don't care about the people that are left behind yeah and yeah. like their teachers their teachers are so fucking lazy who, who don't <laughs> who who give us work off quizlet and we just get the answers off quizlet and teachers who, who don't assign who sign one assignment a week this is during school like yeah. we're all online school right now they're, they're not assigning anything like I, I haven't got a single assignment from my economics. Hear, me hear me out see what you're saying right now, that's an orange kid's paradise. That that is literally an orange kid's paradise. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, and and there you go. There's it's, the but to them, to the people in my school, it's completely normal. 
and they, mm -hmm. and they, some of them even still get stressed out. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, bro, I can't, Grant, I can't even tell you like how little the attention is given on each teacher. Teachers can get away with so much, so much stuff. They're the some teachers are so lazy, and they will they will give the simplest, most like the easiest work ever. Like like I was in MYP English, which is pretty much the same thing as honors. In my um, my freshman year, I got yeah. like a ninety six in that class, and I talked to you guys who are in English one honors. Let's just call it honors. It's all honors. Same thing. Um, who are who are struggling to get past eighty five, and like yeah. smart people. I talked to smart people. <laughs> like this, this, is, this really shows like no yeah. genuinely like people who are actually super committed and got really good grades so I, when i was at orange and then i'm getting a 96 i'm not a good i'm not a good english student and it was just it was just so crazy when i get a higher grade to them than them i'm mm. like this is this is this is kind of ridiculous and and it's just gotten like it's just gotten worse over the years as the school the student body climbs yeah. like it's it's just it's like i'm slipping away with high school i'm not complaining about yeah. minimal workload, but it's just like it's just kind of incredible to see how how yeah how this actually happens. In yeah, system. and I guess okay to like to kind of frame it here. And the difference with Orange is like all the teachers are pretty freaking try hard at their jobs. Yeah. I mean, you obviously yeah. know all the teachers. Um, and like I guess <laughs> the things that like happen at our school besides teachers like not doing work instead of that it's like teachers having affairs and teachers touching girls inappropriately but real you know, <laughs> yeah that i don't know about this tell me <laughs> um mr klubnik um <laughs> my uh, beloved physics teacher and uh prior wrestling coach um he got reported for the second time um for uh touching a girl with a student so uh what kind of touching it wasn't really very specific um there was a report it was written up it was like 12 pages long um but i mean <clears throat> something like he was found in 2016 in the room with the lights off with like a, a female student oh back in 2016 they let that go um a girl like reported um she was being touched by him like two years ago they let that go and they basically told him stop touching students <laughs> and then this year it's not funny not at all but the fact that they had to tell him to stop touching students that's kind of like a joke to me oh. um but the fact that he was told that and then came back this year and allegedly i'm not gonna you know, guilt this man but allegedly touched a girl student um and then got reported for it and then fired um it's kind of crazy but yeah, that's like that's, we got fired. Yeah, After two, I have two reports. And then the third report. Do you have any specifics on the third report? Um, let's see. I can bring it up here. Let's see. Um. <clears throat> oh, you know what's interesting? Let's let's talk about the teacher circle. What about the teacher circle? Like. Do you notice a uh, a teacher circle? Like, do you notice like teachers get away with stuff at Orange? Like, like that for example. Like, that's a pretty serious offense. If he was, if he yeah. was caught. I mean, <laughs> what you yeah, said. Um, as far as like teacher circles, I mean, like getting away with stuff per se. Like, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, like getting away what type of stuff like yeah like things things that may seem unfair and they just kind of they just kind of get away with it 
No, I, I can't really say, say, say mm-hmm. that. Like, I mean, yeah. okay, actually, no. My kin teacher, a.k.a. my head football coach, back yeah. then, <laughs> walked into this class, strutting his shoulders all broad and stuff, titanium rod in his right leg. Dude, um, he actually does have a titanium rod. Yeah. But anyway, um, literally walked into this chem class, and my jaw dropped when he said this. He was like, he was like you know what? I, I am a very misogynistic man, you know? You know, I'm a very misogynistic man. I believe a man should do a man's job and a woman should be at home with the kids. Damn. No, when the, literally the second he said, he said that, started class, walked out the classroom, and I looked around the classroom, and I'm like, so you guys just don't care that he just <laughs> called him? Like, like, you guys don't care that he just said that? Like, am I the, am I the only one that heard that? Because, like, nobody had any reaction. Dude, the second he said it, my jaw dropped. I look around the class. I look at all the girls in the class. They like smart people. They just didn't have a reaction. Yeah. And like me being a male, for me to have a reaction as I did, and nobody else had that same reaction, I'm confused as to why nobody else reacted the way I did. You know? Yeah. I mean, that might not be what. You're asking. So interesting. That might not be what you're asking, but yeah, like I couldn't believe that was said. And and back to what you said earlier um about like you wanted to know the details about mr klubnik um it says here that on march 8 2016 he was found with the door closed lights turned off um and then he was told to refrain from um fraternizing with individual students outside the realm of his teaching um it was said that he was to only uh, reply to school-related emails as they had found emails in his account mm. uh, to, to a student around 9 o'clock p.m. Um, they also had a lot of stuff on whether it says Mr. Klubnik um, had rubbed her shoulders telling the student she looked tense. Um, blah, blah, blah. Um, Mr. Klubnik then rubbed student one's shoulders again. He then went back to student two seated next to her and rubbed his, sh- and rubbed his shoulders. Um, when the teacher attempted to rub student one's shoulder a third time, she told him not to. And Mr. Klubnik stopped. Um, he denied all, or most allegations. Um, now, does know, this man look like a sexual assaulter? Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay, well, that explains it. Um, but also... Yeah, he does, yes. Um, that's that's really interesting. That kind of, like... I mean, he just kind of... Then there, there was another incident where that happened, and then you said... And then he he didn't. Um, nothing really happened. So that's really interesting. Um, as far as my school goes, the only attention... I mean, that, that stuff happens. Like, people report teachers. And actually, there's been a, this was a problem last year. I actually <laughs> talked to a former teacher um, who happened to be our, our family friend. And, um, and the problem was that, uh, the administration was believing students over teachers. Mm -hmm. So students would make, like, they'd be upset at a teacher for, um, assigning like a lot of work. And cause, cause I mean, we're a lot, we have, we got a lot of work in a lot of classes. That's normal. And then Um, they would make these outlandish allegations. Exactly. And they would believe the student because they don't know anything about the teacher and they just take the student's word for it. And most of the time. I've, and I have experience with this too, with, um, so again, it's, it's difficult for you to understand this IB characteristic, but yeah. these, these IB kids are very well, you, you know, this very wealthy white kids 
who yeah. they're not always white, but you know, their their parents are very involved in their educational lives. Okay, so they're, so they're like rich, rich white boys. Yeah, for the most part. And the teacher doesn't want to deal with if if something goes like if they ha- assign a lot of work, the teachers don't want to deal with like my son has rugby practice every night and and oh yeah, you do go to a school like that and and I don't know what's another white boy sport cricket uh polo there it is um <laughs> has polo practice after school every day he can't assign this work and he did i knew this teacher my it was i'm not gonna say which teacher um but he he just like he just didn't want to deal with that so he he fucked off he was just like all right i'm gonna go easy on you guys and i'm gonna steal my he was a soccer coach as well mm-hmm. um which kind of a little bit gives it away but uh yeah, yeah. But it just that kind of that kind of mood, and I and I had exp- and that's not the only teacher. Just it's just like it's just so weird because it just it seems like this high school is a breeze this first two years. Yeah, 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 definitely. And it's just com- it's just unfair compared um, to my uh, to my friends in Cleveland because yeah. I had you know I feel like your guys' world history was so much more tough than mine. It was I told this is it, it was one semester. About that. Oh, yeah, it was one semester. You guys have to do like huge DBQ essays and stuff like that. I never did one. Not yeah. one. Yeah. Single one. Here, okay, let me ask you this question. Um, do you know, uh, since like your school is like kind of sounds like it's all over the place as far as like discipline wise, do you know of any like student te- like student teacher relations? Like, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's this teacher. Okay. Try and be anonymous as possible here. What? So try and be anonymous as possible because yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there's this teacher who is who's young and new, and um, and everyone always called her hot. Like I remember in, in PE, everyone's like, "Dude, this teacher is so hot." And I was, I heard about her. Okay, and I was just like, oh, "You're a PE? It's physical education, young squire." Okay, continue. Welcome back to Dickhead with the book with the boom bell and wall. So she she was a young person and she taught English and she taught English, I think standard or honors. I'm not sure, maybe both. Um, but I heard I heard situations where these senior seniors uh, belonging to a specific sport slept with her. And really? they were they were just rumors, and um, and I can't I couldn't confirm nor deny them, but yeah. uh, I know it exists. There's so many teachers in my school, and yeah. I'm sure I'm sure something like that exists. There's some kind of exchange. Some teachers yeah. involved yeah. in some dirty business, um, but that is the most suspicious one because I always saw those two. It's just so like a teacher and like a and like a senior jock shouldn't be talking outside of school. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. Let me let me back up. A, a teacher, he wasn't even part of a class. She teaches like 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 English one or two, mm-hmm. and it's just like it was just weird. It's suspicious. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everyone's suspicious. suspicious about it. That's the only one we can either confirm nor deny. But other ones are just you know, yeah. Um, what's it called? There was so my math teacher this year actually. Um, I was always like a lot of uh, guys. Um, find her really attractive and um <clears throat> I always had someone ask ask me like it's like oh would you get with miss miss so so and so I'm just like 
<laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, cause it's just for some reason, like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't find interest in a teacher-student relationship. You know, that that doesn't really. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? Talking outside of a school, this is super interesting, because mm-hmm. this happens, and it's just like, and like this kind of exchange between students and teachers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, what's also interesting is that like. This is also something I kind of want to get into, but it's gonna get it's gonna get too long, so we're probably we're gonna have to end the episode soon. But um, it's just something we gotta talk about in next episodes. You gotta stay tuned for this, y'all. It's where we talk about um, how college and getting into college and um, and oh, this is huge. The the points um, is how how mentally just impactful it is on this. I mean. Every, everything oh lies on these points. This is yeah. something I've noticed. Everyone's like, oh, I lost points. Oh no, I need points. You know, it is literally this, this insane like, thing we've completely obsessed ourselves like with. Like a cumulative GPA, like just GPA. Yeah, just like, and like well, the I whole feel like, of like not getting 100% in the class or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, the culture of the competition, rather, of, uh, of getting into college is it's just increasing. Yeah, I mean, exponentially. You're yeah. Right. yeah. By the time we're in college, it's just going to be an absolute hellhole. And yeah. this, and also this cult, this culture that kind of accumulates around college. I feel like that didn't exist before. I feel like it, it's always changing. You know, about yeah. how. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to speak on this because um, I mean, we're going to have guests who are informed about this because I'm not I'm not sure I'm not really well informed about about it. But this uh, this culture about um about getting into college and then what what you do when you're in college and then. Um, and then, you know, things things like that. You you uh, you have experience in this, Grant. You've um, been to several. Can, can I, I can neither confirm nor deny this, but maybe or may not have been to several gatherings of uh, of an academic upper academic secondary school. Also, mm-hmm. you're you have a sibling who is uh, who is a, who is in college. So uh, so your insight is going to be very valuable uh, in the following episodes. In the coming episodes, we're gonna be discussing some good shit. You know what? You know what? We're not even gonna chop it up and serve it to you on a plate anymore. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna saute it. I don't know, Grant. You wanna put it in the no. oven? Do you wanna put it in the you oven, want, or you wanna? Do you you want, want me to save it for you? Do you want me to save it for you? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll... yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna toss it to me. All right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you know yeah. what we're gonna do in the next upcoming episodes here. We're going to throw some onions on the grill like they do at hibachi places, stack them up, put the fire on, and freaking choo-choo that train right across your tracks. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. I just gave y'all a minute. Um, um, So what are some other things? You have have some good things on your... uh... Oh, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like, we talked about, like, cheating and stuff like that. Um, But do you ever really... Do you think there's a a sport, okay? Do you think there is a sport that gets shamed? That you get shamed for playing that sport? Men's volleyball. Dude, that sport's amazing, bro. Volleyball's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, just cut that out. Cut that out. I was completely improvising there. <laughs> um, right. So... Oh yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so my list, my list. Okay, no, cut. You're still cutting. Um, list. so actually, I did want to talk about uh, 
Hey, Grant, when you want to make a podcast, who do you call? <laughs> Ghostbusters? No, you call Anchor.fm, bro. <laughs> Anchor.fm is free. There is creation tools that allow you to record your and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with, with no minimum listenership. It's very easy to make money, actually. Uh, mm -hmm. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, Grant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And for the next episode, I feel like a lot of, um, on top of what we're going to be talking about in the next episode, um, a lot of you will be interested in the occasional uh, fuck-ups you run into in high school, you know? Like, oh, yes. Like, you know, just... We're going to have some good guests. We're going to have some the whole, good guests. The whole stigma. Like yeah, the whole stigma of going from middle school to high school is like it's a big jump and you don't want to mess anything up. And like a lot of people were scared, but really it's just like really easy i have people with uh scandals who can yeah. talk about their scandals and how it actually affected their social um especially when teachers find out teachers will find out at orange yeah um so that's interesting when that happens and yeah. i have some personal yeah. experience with that yeah. as well. i have you know like personal experiences as well you know yeah like you like one day you're just stomping stomping out the freaking h in high school you know and then the next day it's stomping you out you know so Stop we'll talk that. about that you know choo-choo that train cross those tracks um yeah. but yeah no it's been real guys it has been bitching with bell and buali and uh We'll see you guys in the next episode with our special, very first, annual, yeah. initial, first Mitch. ever guest. Special guest. Yeah. All right, guys. See you on the next episode. Peace.